Welcome to the JMAC Tries Podcast. It's J-Mac, and this is my show. You know who I am? 43-year-old husband, father, business owner, and age group triathlete, and you know why you're here. You're looking for those four things, motivation, positivity, awesomeness, and badassery, and I think I've been doing a good job so far giving you all four of those. Uh, today, we got a little bit of a streak going on, start of a streak here in J-Mac Tries podcast. I'm bringing on some pros. Um, yeah, pretty cool. So, um, all four actually four of them so far, uh, with a couple more coming up later on, have some really cool stories. Um, you may or may, know about, may or may not know about them. They have all different backstories, all different training schedules. They're, they're all located differently geographically all over the United States. And i um, really excited to have them on here. And my first one today is John Fetchik. He can be found on Instagram at J-A-F-E-C-I-K. John is a local pro here in Connecticut. Um, I met him a bunch of years ago at our local pool. Um, when I first met him, he totally kicked my ass in the pool, and I raced against him a couple times at local sprints, and uh, the same there. So he's a fast dude. Um, he kind of hit the ground running pretty early on, as you'll hear. Um, he was a successful 18-year-old age grouper. Uh, qualified for Kona, just killed it pretty early on, and um, over the years he's focused more on the longer stuff, 70.3 in full iron distance, um, and uh, he's doing really well. Again, up and comer, so uh, he's just getting his groove on. He uh, is also a coach, so he coaches uh, locally here in Connecticut at the Y, but he also coaches um, online, a bunch of athletes online, and uh, he's doing a great job with them as well. So we're going to get into the life of a pro, uh, the glamorous life of an up-and-coming pro. Um, it's a lot of eating, a lot of training, a lot of napping, a lot of traveling. And uh, especially being here in Connecticut, he's heading out soon to Arizona for a big training camp that he's doing, uh, both for himself and then to, to host for others. So um, we talk a little bit about the off-season and how as an age grouper, you know, we kind of get out of shape and freak out where as a pro, you get out of shape on purpose because you know you're going to have to ramp it up leading into this into the season. It's a long season for them. So we talk a little bit about that, um, what the season looks like for him, and um, just some other cool stuff about coaching as well. So uh, let's see. He's leaving in about a week or so for this training camp. So the goal is to touch base with him while he's out there in sunny Arizona and just find out what he's doing out there. So yeah, I also wanted to give a shout out to his sponsors because they are all local and uh, I like to support all, any sponsors, specifically those of my, of my guests. So the first one is Zane Cycles. 
uh, love them right here in Brantford, Connecticut. They're great. Use them for all my bikes and my family's bikes. Um, Connecticut Cycle Center, another great cycling center that has um, indoor training. So in the, in the cold winter months here in Connecticut, great opportunity to get some group rides in. Uh, Diabetes Training Camp that John does a lot of work with, which I think is awesome. And Southern Connecticut Muscle and Joint Chiropractic, because as we get older, we definitely need to take care of ourselves. So um, that's what I got for John's sponsors. I hope you enjoy this show. I had a lot of fun talking to John, and I can't wait to have him back. So you know how to find him. Again, he is at J-A-F-E-C-I-K. And without further ado, Mr. John Fetchick. Hello, John. Hey, Jay. You made What's it. What's going on? <laughs> I made it. You didn't get lost? Ah. Uh... Well, there was a little bit of a glitch. Uh, <laughs> little, it took a little time to get the link to start working. Got but it. We're good to go. <laughs> hey, this is technology at its finest. Yes. Yep. It, it's like training without a Garmin. Um, my Garmin died last week, and I felt kind of weird not being able to <clears throat> run with, with, without it. So. Yeah, you know what they say. You didn't actually run then. I didn't. I posted all over the place. I'm like, did it actually happen? Nobody liked it on Strava. So it's like never no. really happened. So no. Yeah. Well, at least you have good pictures of yourself. That's uh, all that matters. You know, pretending to run. <laughs> pretending. That's all that matters. Um, hey, seriously, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Yeah. No problem. So um, we talked a little bit offline. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give you the full gamut introduction on the front end of who you are and, and what, what you're doing. Um, and I want you to introduce yourself now. But before we jump in, I really want to start with the with your last Instagram post of those reserve meals you made. Hey, Jason, huh. you are, um, you, you're cutting down a little bit. Okay. Try that again. How about now? Yeah, that's better. Okay, cool. I wanted to start with um, your last Instagram post of all those reserve meals you made. Oh, and how many freaking calories is that? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a lot. Uh, okay. You know, I've been, um, so, so the post was all about the, uh, the, basically the, it's kind of like a big ZD sort of dish. Um, and it's, uh, really nutritionally dense. Um, there's some fennel in there, spinach in there. Uh, um, just a lot of vegetables that we kind of just hide into, uh, the casserole. Uh, <laughs> and then it's, uh, we use, we usually use whole wheat pasta or vegetable pasta to just to get in some extra nutrients, mm -hmm. um, just to, um, just to add to the nutritional density of everything. And, uh, they're, they're really large and it's just a really <laughs> nice, it's really nice to have when I come home from a day of training. My wife is a, um, certified public accountant and she works on the road a lot. So, um, when I am, when I'm training hard and she comes home at, you know, seven or eight at night, um, having a long day, uh, it's nice to be able to just pop one of those in the oven when we don't want to cook. Yeah. Um, but we do tend to cook. Uh, three to four new meals a week. Um, huh. So, I mean, brand new meals that we've never made before. Cool. Um, cooking is one of our hobbies, and it's good for us as well. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, 
um, you know, we can control the ingredients and um, we've gotten pretty good at it. Uh, sometimes it's a little bit taxing, especially right. when my wife uh, decides that we're going to make a lasagna, which is all well and good until <laughs> you realize that you spend like four hours in the kitchen making it because right. we wanted to make it from scratch. Exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> there, there's times when it's a little stressful, but um, for the most part, it's just really nice. And, and we have like two we have like one complex meal that we'll make and then mm -hmm. two simple meals and then maybe the the sort of freezer meal um mm -hmm. that we've made uh pre-made so that we can just pop it in the oven for the usually it's like a wednesday night where mm -hmm. it's uh, a little stressful so. right now are you you're, you're you're not vegan correct i am not vegan no no okay. i don't um i'm not a vegetarian at all i yeah. um I eat meat. <laughs> right. Okay. That's fair. No, there's no, there's no yeah. judging on this show. I just, um, I was just kind of curious. Uh, that was all just, it was more of a curiosity question. Um, so how yeah. many, so, so you, you and you and your wife make these, I'm assuming you eat the lion's share of them though, because you're the one burning all the calories. <laughs> yeah. 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 We actually go back and forth about that because I <laughs> eat a really high carb diet and, and Amber doesn't necessarily need to eat a right. high carb diet, especially when she's sitting a lot. Yep. Um, she's definitely training for a 5k, but it's not uh, sure. training at the level where she's a professional triathlete. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it, it's uh, a little bit of a conflict in our house. Without, <laughs> because I'm like, you know, I'm training and I need to fuel well so I can perform well to make more money, which she's all about. So, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I eat the grand majority of those. Uh, so it will, one of those containers, um, it's like for a, it's like for a family of six. Exactly. And uh, I will eat three quarters in one night one and thing. then she might eat like half a serving. Sure. <laughs> and then, and then uh, uh, there's like half a serving left for um, the next day's lunch. Gotcha. So, now do yeah. you, do you, um, and I'm totally going on a nutrition route here, which I probably didn't have an attention to, but this is fun. Did you, do you count macros or do you worry about macros? Do you count calories? Do you do any of that cool stuff? Uh, I do probably once or twice a year for oh. a couple of weeks um, that I, I like to have somebody check over my um, kind of nutrition um, mm -hmm. and kind of give me some guidance on that. Um, so um, basically I have a nutritionist that I send all of my information information too yeah. and uh um so i'll track for like a week or two um and check in with her and see if she's seeing that i'm i'm missing anything important um mm -hmm. we talk we talk a lot about you know the high carb low carb vegetarian sort of approaches to eating but mm -hmm. for whatever reason i just have felt really really good on the traditional sports hmm. uh sports uh, sort of diet and, mm -hmm. and that's the way that i've I've gone, um, in the last, basically last two years. Um, so yeah. Okay. And do you, um, so why don't we just kind of jump into your background? So I, again, I already gave you the, the, the big intro on the front end. Um, and, and I could bust your stones. I've known you for a little while, but I'd, I'd like you to tell everybody who you are and what you do and how long you've been, you've been a professional right. for. Yeah. So I am, my name is John Fetchick. We know that. We got that. Thank <laughs> and, you. And <laughs> uh, 
Um, I'm a professional triathlete, originally from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, um, which is a hot spot for surprisingly <laughs> a lot of triathletes, um, a lot of good triathletes. Uh, Andy Potts was from Hershey, Pennsylvania, so only uh, about 20 minutes from where I lived. Andrew Yoder, um, who's a um, really, really strong cyclist. He's known for his cycling. Um, great athlete um, from Hemfield, Pennsylvania, which was only like 10 minutes away from where I lived. Huh. So uh, we definitely have, um, there's something in the, uh, there's something in the cow <laughs> In the water. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, and, and there were also, it's just, a hotbed for um, some really good swimmers as well. Um, so Hershey's known for its swimming program. Um, and uh, I grew up, um, I wrestled for three years. Um, wrestled? I did. Um, <laughs> yeah. How do you think I got tough? <laughs> tough, I could see, but um, okay. Um, what, what was your weight class? Oh, uh, well, it was sort of while I was developing, so Got I it. was anywhere between, uh, the lowest I wrestled was 105. Holy um, Okay. yeah, yeah, that was too low. Um, I should have probably been wrestling at 115 at that point. Um, and then towards the end of my career, it was, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't even call it a <laughs> Your career, career right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was, uh, 145, um, and... Yeah, I think that I would have been a much better wrestler if I had a little bit better guidance on, you know, what I should do. We had a coach. Um, he was good, but, you know, we did some old school things that I don't think my body responded really well to. Mm -hmm. um, and it was all about get as skinny as possible uh, and drop as much weight as possible <laughs> and, right. and run around at like 530 a.m. with a <laughs> uh, with a. Uh, you know, trash, trash bags on you. Oh, gotcha! And, uh, right, you're totally old yeah. school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, Rocky, yeah. Rocky Ford, yeah. Siberia. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, and um, I was I was just walking around dehydrated like the entire time, <laughs> right. not really loving life. But um, there was something about that sport, uh, something about like the uh, physical contact uh, that, like, I don't know, really drew me into it. Um, huh. And it's, it's a really an emotional sport um, in some regards. Um, so I, uh, I like that aspect of it. Um, I liked being perceived as tough. <laughs> right. Well, I just but, laugh at you because you're tall. I mean, what are you, six what? Yeah, I'm six one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you're okay. Yeah. So I just, I just never pictured you as a wrestler. Like when I first saw you, I'm like, that dude's a swimmer. But wrestling was not the first thing that came to mind. So that's, that's yeah. why I chuckled before. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I should have been a swimmer because uh, it's come back to bite me in the butt. But that's what I loved. And then okay. I, was, I was really involved with music um, throughout high school. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't swim um, really. I did, I did my first triathlon in 2004. Uh, that was eighth grade, actually. Huh. Um, and then um, I kind of built up. Um, and did like one or two local tries a year and then three or four. Um, and then in 2007 is, was when the, um, when I sort of got serious, I wanted to do an Ironman, mm -hmm. um, 18 youngest competitor, which was cool. Um, nice. probably not necessarily the best thing for your body. I <laughs> probably should have stuck with Olympic and sprint triathlons and, uh, you know, got a really, really good swim coach and, and pursued that ITU <laughs> style of, Going, of right. racing. But I, I didn't because, you know, I love the strength uh, 
in perseverance it took to um, finish an Ironman. And that was, you know, I was always inspired by that. And that's, that's the direction that I went at first. Mm -hmm. Um, Fast forward to 2013, Mm -hmm. um, actually 2014, um, took a few years off of Ironman racing. I did five Ironmans in three years. um, And then I took two years to pursue Olympic distance triathlon. And at that point, my goal was to qualify as a professional. Mm -hmm. I did that down in South Beach, um, coming in second overall amateur. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, yeah, the, the race down there isn't as big anymore, but it, it used to be pretty big. Um, and then I started, um, uh, my first pro race was St. Anthony's and, uh, I didn't come in last. So I was, there you go. I was excited <laughs> about that. Um, and, uh, you know, and ever since then I've been trying to, um, develop myself as a, as a professional triathlete. And, um, on, on the other side of things, I, um, I'm a professional coach as well. Uh, we don't make a lot of money as a professional triathlete, um, at least at the level that I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, so not yet. Coach, not yet, at least. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I coach a few athletes. I'll always coach a few athletes. I I actually really love that. Um, and helping people along, helping people grow and, you know, in in so many ways. Right. Um, so uh, I do I do that um, as my primary source of income. Well, I think it was neat. I mean, you just nailed it five minutes ago when you said you didn't have the proper coaching for wrestling and that might have been more of a hindrance than anything so it sounds like you're giving back by actually helping people on the coaching side um yeah i like to think so (laughs) right i mean i I, that's how we met so full disclosure john and i met locally at the at our y in Brantford, connecticut and um I mean, you coach a lot of people locally and then obviously online, which you get into in a minute, but you just kind of pick up, uh, I'm maybe more beginner, at least that's what I see, but you have some great patience with a lot of people, at least in the swimming side that I've seen with you. Yeah. And swimming, it takes a lot of patience, right? Uh, everybody develops at their own rate and, um, it's it's tough because when you can't breathe you panic and and so it's hard to change anything without you know getting that that breath in so yes it takes a long uh it takes a lot of ego control on my side <laughs> and i'm not always good at, good right. at that but uh i try to be super patient and um you know i've seen it's great to see people evolve over time and coach them over the course of you know three to five six years um and see see how they progress over time it's it's actually pretty amazing and, and something that's exciting i yeah. get excited over it especially when somebody i've been coaching for a while finally gets a concept that i've been trying to teach them from day one and yeah. they're like oh so that's what you mean and i was like yeah i said it the exact same way five years ago but i guess you didn't hear it <laughs> i i equate so i told you i i'm a, a coach my daughter's high school i'm sorry middle school swim team and I equate coaching to parenting you just nailed it you could tell someone something forever aka a child or one of your students um, and then finally it clicks and they're like why didn't you tell me that before <laughs> like yeah I've been telling you for years to do that yes yeah <laughs> yep but it is and, it is rewarding once it clicks yeah yeah and um you know it it's a relationship so um mm-hmm. both ends have to meet eye to eye and you know, as my job, one of my jobs as a coach is to make sure that I'm talking at the level of the athlete that I'm working with. Um, and they can yeah. be 60 years old and be very developed mentally, but be have the age of, you know, 
<laughs> a uh, six month old yeah. when it comes to swimming. Um, so we need, I, I always need to meet that person, not where I'm at professionally, but focusing on where they're at and helping them try to understand, um, you know, how to catch the water, um, how to pool or how to breathe or, or whatever it is that they're um, challenged by. Yeah, that's a great concept. You know, I never really looked at it from your perspective. Um, I mean, here you are pretty super developed in all three disciplines and you're trying to teach someone from scratch how to do it. And it's got to be frustrating, but at the same time, uh, you, you hopefully you have a lot of patience doing it. So, Yeah, yeah. I think the natural inclination for most people is like, especially in the water, they mm-hmm. put together two good strokes and then they're focused on how many bad strokes they took. Right. And I try to like reverse that. I'm like, Hey, you took two good strokes. Um, and two of your best strokes of your entire swimming career, which right. is very short, but you know, and then, uh, and, and then you lost it, but that's okay because you now at least have felt what it feels like to swim well, cool. um, or swim better than what you have been in the past. Um, and so, uh, try to keep, keep athletes focused on that rather than what they're doing wrong. <laughs> cool. I like, I like the no, positive. Obviously it's like, you know, positivity is probably sometimes a lot easier to come across than be- Well, negativity is easy to do, but po- po- being positive is uh, more rewarding and get more out of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're, so this kind of leads up into why I wanted you on today is because you're heading out to Arizona to do your own little training camp but then you're also going to be coaching a training camp out there is that correct yeah that's correct yep um so i will be going out to arizona on february 11th and uh spending about a month out there um doing some of my own training um meeting up with a few professional triathletes that i know um and just sometimes it helps to get in get yourself into a new environment um and change things up you know it can get really boring and cold and cold and cold (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's another reason why um you know cold uh boring uh but sometimes it it helps to isolate not isolate yourself but change your location um and and really spend some time focusing on uh your your own development um and then um, come back and try to simulate that back into uh, when I come back. Um, so I always learn a lot when I'm out there, um, whether it's, you know, how I adapt to drier weather because mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, or, or warmer weather. Um, I partially go out there just to, to help my body adapt to the heat. It's not super hot out there, but it's uh, in February anyway, but it's a lot it's a lot warmer than here. Yeah, it's not um, 30 yeah. degrees of snow on the ground. Yeah. And the environment, uh, you know, you have uh, Mount Lemon, which is a, um, a really, really solid climb um, above 5,000 feet. I think it goes up to 9,000 feet at yeah. one point. Um, and so a little bit of elevation um, change there, which I think helps me. Um, and then also just a lot of... Uh, a lot of warm weather to, to ride a lot of miles. <laughs> right. Yep. And that, so what, what's your first race coming up and when is it? Uh, so I'm still, that's still up in the air a little okay. bit, but I'm thinking either St. Anthony's Olympic distance triathlon at the end of April or, mm-hmm. um, or also, uh, Chattanooga 70.3. Um, I think that's mid May. Um, so, 
I have, I still have some time. Um, and, and a lot of this camp will kind of just be building back up my base and, Got and it. Okay. I haven't done, I haven't done a lot of volume over the last, uh, six or eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll definitely be starting to increase that, but it's not like I go out and just like train for like 40 hours straight for mm-hmm. like five weeks straight. It's more of like, I take a lot of what I'm doing now in, in Connecticut and I, um, I do a lot of the same stuff there. It's just in a, in a different location. Oh, okay. That was my reason for asking what your next race is. So regardless of whether it's Olympic distance or 70.3, you're just, you're going to be out in Arizona doing a, it's kind of a base building a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Building up my fitness, um, mm-hmm. to, uh, the first, the first real build of the season, uh, you know, it's not that I'm not training right now. No, right, right, yeah. Um, but it's uh, uh, it will be especially more volume on the bike. God. Now you have to tell you all your competitors you're not training now, so they they underestimate you when you see them in a couple of months. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Everybody out there who's listening, who's a pro triathlete, I have not trained one ounce of training since uh november 22nd <laughs> yeah and i just saw you're, you're 207 pounds and it's all <laughs> yeah i i have a uh i i now weigh 275 pounds <laughs> exactly and uh yeah it's all that pasta that i keep that's eating. right it's all like carb <laughs> carb loading with no no back end um yeah. so what are you so you're going out there and we were chatting offline so you're you're going out there solo, but you're gonna hook up with some people. What what's your what's your game plan like? What, so what's total hours now, and then what do you see total hours being out there over those couple of weeks? A weekly training. Yeah, that's a good question. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I will be um, right now. My total hours is like eighteen, maybe mm-hmm. uh, maybe a twenty hour week in there in the last couple of weeks, um, but um, it will probably go up. A, closer to 25 yep. maybe hitting one 28 29 hour week mm-hmm. um and you know some of it is uh just how i'm feeling yeah uh, so you know like you can go and waste yourself with a whole bunch of miles people used to call them crap miles i or like uh you know wasteful miles yeah. junk miles junk miles yeah, uh, yeah yeah and uh i don't believe in that i think it's always helping you uh it's just whether it's kind of hurting you or helping you in the uh, short term mm-hmm. um, is, is kind of the question. Uh, you know, it's always helping you in the long term develop your cardiovascular system, but that comes maybe at a cost of, you know, breaking down your muscular system a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll be, uh, I'll be going out on some really pretty solid five, six hour rides Got um, it. while I'm out there. Um, there's one, in particular that I've been thinking about <laughs> lately and a little stressed about it's okay. this, uh, right out to get peak, um, which is an observation tower for, uh, for some, yeah, uh, where they look at stars and the sun and all of that. And, uh, it's like, uh, it's like 50 miles out, 13 mile Ugh. climb. Uh, but the, it's like super windy yeah. at the top. Um, and then you have a somewhat technical descent on, on, um, coming back down, not super technical, but technical enough where it's, uh, 
it's a little sure. stressful, especially after you're like cold and have ridden basically uh, 60, 65 miles at that point. Um, and then uh, you come back and then uh, spin back into town and it can be really windy on the way back too. Um, so <laughs> that's that's one of the rides I'm sort of right. looking forward to, but uh, hopefully, hopefully I can hook up with uh, somebody else to, to do that ride because there's not much out there on the way out. It's like, it's like you're on a Indian reservation. Uh, you pass two convenience stores, <laughs> and there's like, uh, you know, you pass a lot of cactuses, gotcha. but that's about it. <laughs> and especially, I'm assuming you're doing most of your riding here on the trainer. Yep. Yeah, and I haven't really been riding all that much Got either. Um, so yeah, but that um, you know, one or two rides in, you kind of get used to the position. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's not that big of a deal. I've been doing this for a long time too, so the jump off the trainer yeah. usually takes me like two rides, and then I feel like I you know I feel right. like I was riding at the end of last year. <laughs> so um, you know that kind of leads a good po- or question I have is now, now, are you are you building yourself up now for this camp, or are you just like are you trying to get in shape for the camp, or using are you using the camp to get yourself in shape? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So the um, I will be um, using the camp to get into shape as well. Um, So, yeah, for a lot of people, the camp will be a lot of volume. For me, it will be maybe a little less volume than what I'm used to. Got it. Um, We'll go on some of those epic rides Mm -hmm. um, that Tucson has to provide. But um, for the most part, yeah, you use camp. You should use camp in my my mind to – you know, get a little fitter, um, but you don't go in and just kill yourself for a week when right. you've only been training, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, if right. you've only been training for four hours a week and you just go and try to, um, do VO two max work right. or, uh, every single day you're out there, plus go on the longest rides you've been on it for months, then it yeah. just, just tears you down. The whole point of camp is, is to build you up. So you gain a little bit of fitness, but don't waste all your mental energy until you get to your race. <laughs> okay. No, I, I like that. And, and I think, and, and that's really cool that you could say that. And I think that's probably one of the things that separates a professional triathletes, athletes from us age groupers. Right. Because I always think I need, I think I always need to be in shape. You know, it's like even in January, I'm like, I need to be in shape. I just feel like I need to be in shape. Cause I don't trust the process. And, um, but mentally you've been doing this long enough to prepare yourself that you trust the process and you know, you can go out there, um, kind of hold back just a little bit because you're not in, you know, you're not in race shape yet. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that I deal with as well. I mean, I want to be in great shape all the time too. Right. Uh, and like this, this past couple of weeks, I've done a few time trials, um, to just see where I'm at. Sure. Um, they weren't, they weren't exactly all out. Um, I, I personally tend to blow up in my first time trial of the year. So, um, I take the first quarter of it to kind of start easing in and see where I'm at and then see if I can push pretty hard, uh, after that. But, uh, it, it, uh, it like, it gives you a sense of you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so behind. But then right. you're like, well, you can only be s- at least in my experience you can only be at your highest fitness level maybe for like three weeks twice a year um so i can't expect to uh to be producing the numbers that i did you know right after i finished or right before i finished my um my season yeah and and that's um i think that's the biggest barrier that most most age groupers 
fall into. So it's good to hear that you guys do too. So <laughs> yeah, yep. It's just our our baseline might be a little higher than right. um, some age groupers. Uh, and that well, that's why I was able to hang with you a couple weeks ago in the pool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for at least for at least the warm up. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, we're at different swimming levels for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's tough. <laughs> but uh, you have a you have more of a day job than I do. Uh, and I don't, is... I don't get to take naps like you do. No, 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 ninety to three hours. That's like the biggest oh, thing, man. man. I, and that's the, yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's a whole different conversation. Um, sure. So listen, we, I promised you 30 minutes and we are at 27 minutes. And I, I told you this would go pretty fast because um, you get to talk about yourself. So who, who, what's better than that? Um, <laughs> I know it better than anyone. Exactly. <laughs> but what I wanted to do is my, as I told you at the beginning, my goal for having you on now was to kind of give us foundation of who you are, what you're doing, but then I want you to check in at least once or twice while you're out in Arizona and kind of give us an update on what's going on out there, if that works for you. Absolutely. Cool. So you're going middle of February and you're uh, out there for a month? Yep. So I'll be uh, traveling. I'm going to spend some time in uh, San Diego as well. Uh, my wife is coming out and we are uh, going to take a trip over to um, San Diego cool. and it's going to be low key. I'm still going to be training uh, during that time as well. Okay, cool. And then, um, so are you going to be documenting some of this on Instagram so people come follow you? Definitely. Definitely. And you um, are J.A. Fetchick. So J-A-F-E-C-I-K on Instagram? Yes. Yes. Cool. And then um, I wanted to, um, I know you have a couple sponsors I wanted to just kind of bring in the mix. So who, who's sponsoring you this year for 2018? Sure. Um, so you got Zane Cycles, uh, yeah. which is a local cycling um, shop in Connecticut. I would say it's the best shop in Connecticut, yeah. um, for sure, and possibly in the United States. I <laughs> uh, haven't been to all of them, but I know that Zane's is really, really darn good. Um, so they will, uh, take care of your bike. And one of the great things about them is that, uh, if you buy a bike from Zane's, you get a free, um, you get, um, the maintenance is, is free. Lifetime. Um, so yeah, which is, which is amazing. Yep. Um, and, um, also, I'm sponsored by, um, Southern Connecticut muscle and joint performance chiropractic. Um, Dr. AJ is the guy I go to for active release technique. And uh, anytime I'm having a little niggle, he's my uh, uh, first go-to person for that. Um, and um, as you get older, a lot of people <laughs> have niggles. Yep. Uh, so definitely uh, worthwhile. Uh, the diabetes training camp, uh, which is a camp that I'm, I've been involved with um, for a long time. And um, basically the camp is uh, – for type one and type two diabetics yeah. um, who want to learn more about um, how to manage their blood sugars while doing endurance um, events and also um, how to live a le healthy lifestyle with diabetes. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, those are my uh, three main cool. sponsors right now. Cool. I mean, it, and I know all, th I know all three of them. So good for you for, it's all quality right. stuff. So it sounds like you're just, you know, you're sticking with people that you want to work with versus, you know, just any, any company that's willing to give you some money. So good for you. Yep. 
Uh, also, don't forget uh, Connecticut Cycle Center, uh, which right. is has been a staple um, on my sponsor list for a long time. And uh, it's a great community of athletes who get together and train during the week when it's uh, when it's tough to train in your basement <laughs> exactly. at five thirty a.m. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. Cool. So awesome. So John, I uh, again, I appreciate you coming on for part one. Um, we're gonna have you back on in a couple weeks once you get acclimated to the heat. And, uh, <laughs> and it might take me more than a couple of weeks. Yeah, right. Well, that's okay. Rest assured, it'll be a lot warmer out there when I'm talking to you freezing my ass off here in Connecticut. So it'll make you feel better. Yeah. And I'll be delirious because I haven't taken enough fluids yet. That's right. Yeah, you'll be sweating out all your, all your training. Um, cool. So John Fetchick, he is at J-A-F-E-C-I-K on Instagram. And um, go follow John to follow, find to watch his uh, his four week training camp in Paradise in Arizona. So um, awesome, John! I truly appreciate you coming on. No problem. Thanks. Talk to you later. All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, John Fetchick. What'd you guys think? infectious smile you could just hear the smile coming through on this interview uh cool dude had a lot of fun chatting with him and uh, it's kind of funny because i run into him now uh, a lot at the pool especially now that we're all coming out of hibernation here in connecticut so uh he's the he's the local celebrity here at the wire everybody loves to talk to him so it was cool to talk to him and uh cool to tell people that he was on my pod so check him out he is at j-a-f-e-c-i-k on instagram Check out all four of our sponsors, Zane Cycles, Connecticut Cycle Center, Diabetes Training Camp, and Southern Connecticut Muscle and Joint Chiropractic. Uh, and then hopefully have John back in a couple weeks to let us know how he's doing out in Arizona, sunny Arizona, while we're here suffering in miserable New England. But it's all good. All right. You always, as always, you know how to find me. I am jmac underscore tries. And I wanted to give one last shout out, actually two last shout outs. First, thank you to all my listeners. I truly, truly, truly appreciate everybody listening to you, actually listening to me uh, here on my show, spreading the word of JMAC Tries. I'm having a ton of fun doing this. I have some awesome, awesome guests coming up, and I'm really excited to have uh, you guys listening and excited to have more guests coming on here in the future. So again, thank you for spreading the word. And lastly, I have a new song. Uh, hopefully you noticed it on the intro and the exit. It's by a great friend of my brother's. It's John Guads. And you can find him on Instagram at G-W-O-Z-D-Z-I-L-L-A-Z. These guys are great. I appreciate him, Johnny, my brother, Kurt, hooking me up with Johnny, playing this song for me. It's an original. I get to showcase it here on J-Mac Tries. So, again, huge shout-out to Johnny and my brother, Kurt, and the rest of the Road Sodas for putting some great music together for my show. That's all I have for you today. Thanks for listening. This is J-Mac. Talk soon.